1: Welcome back, everyone, to another episode at the Diva Lounge, and today we are bringing you a very special guest, and he is our very first Farmer Mm -hmm. to Diva Table episode. We have Stephen Allen Murray Jr. from Murray Family Farms, straight out of Bakersfield. Bakersfield. Oh, we are so excited.
2: (laughs) Born and raised. Oh, born and raised. Born and
1: raised in Bakersfield. And as you all know, if you've been listening to our episodes on the SP Diva Lounge, Julie (laughs) Hostler, straight out of Bakersfield, she's super excited to have Stephen here with us today. A relative. (laughs) A relative of hers. And I mean, it's just amazing, incredible, all the product that comes From your farms?
0: Yes, um, we grow a wide assortment of really, really delicious fresh produce. Uh, One thing is, um, one of our philosophies is growing right for you. Mm. So all of the stuff that you ever get from us is always picked within one to two days before the market. Um, We grow lots and lots of cherries.
1: Uh, Is that what you're mostly known for?
0: Well, yeah, pretty much, yeah. Okay. Um, really? We, we grow a, di- a diversity of crops, but um, the thing that we grow on the largest scale is cherries. We have about 180 acres of cherries.
1: Wow. Mm. Yeah.
0: How many different varieties? Uh, about 45. <gasps> That's
1: crazy. How so- do you keep up with all
0: this? They all taste different and look different. So to me, I, you know, I am never, ever tired of cherries because I can be tired of a variety of cherries. But then I've got another one that's, you I'm know, behind
1: it. right awesome.
0: behind it or just a little bit different. That so also now, good.
1: tell us a little bit about the history of Murray Family Farms. How did it all get started?
0: So um, my father started everything. Um, my father, Steve Murray Sr., in uh, 1989, what he did is he traded in his house for 20 acres of farmland. And then um, he was contacted by two guys. One of them was named Bruce Frost and Marty Vitell. And they had the patent on these newly released low chill cherries that could be grown in slightly warmer climates with less chilling. Hmm. And uh, what happened is they, they contacted my dad and they said, OK, we would like to have a cherry nursery. You're right in the right spot. And um, what, what they did is they had their nursery, and instead of paying us with money, they paid us with cherry trees. Oh so hmm. they planted uh, nine acres of cherries. Uh-huh. Um, and, uh, originally the, the county was saying, oh, you can't grow cherries in Kern County. Yeah. Um, but then three years later we had our first crop and it was, uh, three weeks earlier than anywhere else in, in, in the whole U S.
1: Wow.
0: And, uh, all of the big cherry packing houses were like, wow, we want to have early cherries too. So what they did is, uh, they bought land in the same area. They wanted to buy land in the same area. So my dad found big pieces of land that were originally devoted to jojoba, which is, uh, it was it was in the 70s. They thought it was going to replace whale oil, Okay. Huh. but it didn't really pencil out my area. So these guys went bankrupt, and they had this big piece of land. My dad divided 360-acre parcels into, um, into four 80-acre parcels and got 180-acre parcel for free. So he started off with zero land, and mm-hmm. now we have a total of 320 acres.
1: Oh, my. It's huge. God. That's huge. And now – so you were born into the farming. You, this well, is, since
0: I was four. Since so, you were four, I mean, That's I remember I mean. it really clearly. But he wasn't but. <laughs> born
1: on the cherry but farm. But what I'm saying is, for you, I was this, born in Kern County. The, the, for you, this is just your way of living,
0: being yeah. a farmer. Yeah, what? I've, I've, my whole life, I've been on. Uh, when I, um, when I first started going to the university, uh-huh. the farm wasn't as big as it is now. Okay. Because I, I graduated in 2004, and we 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 first got our, our big fruit stand property um, in 2003. So. I didn't realize that our fruit stands and agro entertainment, uh, direct marketing stuff was going to become as big as it is now.
1: Wow! And now, tell me about your background, your education. Sure. You went to college.
0: Yeah. I um, so I graduated from Cal Poly Pomona. Um, mm. uh, first, I went to Bakersfield College, and I got a, a double AA in. Um, I had four majors. I had uh, uh, ag business, uh, plant science horticulture, and uh, what was my fourth major on my AA? Uh, um, Something else (laughs) plant-related. It's big and big. Soil science, yeah. Uh And then, no, forestry. Forestry was my fourth major. Wow. And then when I went on to Cal Poly Pomona, um, uh, when I was studying there, I graduated with a a degree in uh, plant science and Chinese language with a minor in agronomy.
1: ¿Y hablas español?
0: Sí, yo puedo hablar inglés, español, portugués, mandarín y algunos otros idiomas. Uh, pero uh. cuando yo tenía 19 años, um, yo vivía en México, en Cuernavaca Morelos, la ciudad de la eterna primavera. Ah,
1: la eterna primavera. Por,
0: um, por <risas> seis meses para aprenderlo. Pero antes de eso, yo únicamente podría hablar inglés. Wow. Pero ahora wow. ya puedo hablar como algunos idiomas. Ya estudié como 12 o algo así, pero únicamente puedo hablar um, así como cinco o seis o algo así.
1: In Spanish, because I understood every word he said.
0: Ojalá. And perfect.
1: <laughs> I mean, perfect. No, it's just amazing. Yeah. I mean, your background, you know, with education. And now, talk to me about your passion for the rare
0: fruits. Because well, I,
1: I know that you that, that's, have... That's
0: one of my, my favorite things. Yeah, I mean,
1: what what is it about it that you like so, very, very much? Par,
0: part of the things that really affected me was actually going to Mexico... Mm-hmm. So, um, when I went to Mexico...
1: Cuernavaca or different... Uh, cor-
0: Cuernavaca, okay. yeah, yeah. Okay. Um, they, they have all these, you know, markets, and then they have the sections where, you know, the indigenous have their little section there. Mm-hmm. And they had all these really cool fruits that I'd, I'd never even heard of, like mamey sapote. Oh, yeah. sapote yeah. uh, prieto, also called black sapote, and um, other fruits like uh, inga and other things. And when I saw all of that, and I just didn't know why they're not really available here in, in, in the U.S., so... Uh-huh. I um I joined the California Rare Fruit Growers in 1999 when I was in middle school, um, and I've been collecting fruit since then. Now I have the the largest private collection of fruiting species in the state of California. I'm growing over 400 species of over 2,000 varieties of fruit, and that's just me personally. That's my what I do for fun. So I have a greenhouse that's just stuffed full of plants. I, I remember, I've been doing
2: it. It's awesome. Yeah. Oh, I, I can't It's wait. a lot of experimental things. Yeah.
0: Actually, crazy. since you visited it, I've, uh, I've planted – about 40 species of fruits into the ground.
2: We're going. We have so to go. I'm,
0: I'm I'm trying to work with a whole bunch of things that most people don't even know what they are. Um, one cool thing that I've done is uh, there's a, there's something called APHIS, mm. which is a, a government regulatory a- agency, and mm. they issue something called the Small Lots of Seed Import Permit. Hmm. So I got the permit, and I was using that in the past to actually import seeds that I collected in other countries back into the United States illegally. Legally, legally. Oh, okay. Maribel. That's why. That's why. It's, <laughs> H, I'm, I'm mentioning the I'm whole certificate I'm kidding, and everything I'm you know, kidding,
2: beforehand. I'm yeah, <laughs>
0: but also I'm a member of the California Fruit Growers, and they have their member nurseries and member groups, and they have um, an event called the Green Scene at uh, Cal State Fullerton, uh-huh. where they all bring in all these cool plants, and I just. I've, I buy so many plants. Really? I, wow. love, I love getting weird stuff. So uh, I uh, before it was really a hobby. I'd get like one of this and two uh-huh. of that. And then um, about uh, six years ago, um, we were able to get into Santa Monica Farmer's Market. Yeah.
1: Talk to us about that.
0: Yeah. Uh, so as far as farmer's markets are concerned, agro, you know, direct farm marketing, what happened is when we started growing cherries um, at the very, very beginning mm-hmm. – um, they would pack all of our number one cherries and sell them for a high amount, but then we had number two cherries, which they were selling for like four dollars or eight dollars a box. Hmm. And um, my my mom and dad were like, "Well, I, we could do better than that." And what they did is they take the spur and double bags, which we don't sell those anymore. You know, our cherries are number ones now, but we sell them at <laughs> farmers markets. But uh, at the time, they would bring them to to, to the Santa Barbara farmers market. And um, they would sell them to the public there. And that was my first introduction to farmer's markets when I was about six years old. Oh, my God. So I remember being a little child going to the farmer's markets and I'd grab bags of cherries and I'd go to all the different stalls and try to see if they'd trade me cherries for whatever (laughs) items that they had.
1: Oh, my God. That's a great story.
0: My mom really liked that. So she wanted to put in a fruit stand. Uh And uh, we uh, basically worked out a deal with one of the neighbors and uh, we bought a a 43-acre freeway exit. And then, um, two years after that, my dad did another deal where there was um, a, a, a freeway uh, a property that was divided, had two freeway exits an, mm-hmm. on it, and my dad sold the other side of the exit, and then got one freeway exit for free. Can so we you didn't believe even pay that? for that. That is. So oh um, now we have uh, two freeway exit fruit stands.
1: So that people can have access yeah,
0: every, every, to your – every single thing that we sell in the farmer's market. you can actually go to our farm and pick it yourself.
1: Oh, my God. Right so, off the 99. So you but, guys well, are – The
0: the 5 and the, the the I-5 and then the 58 for each stand. But mm-hmm. right off the 99, Right yeah. there.
1: So, and, and so people can go to your farm. It's yes open all the time?
0: Every day of the year except for Thanksgiving and Christmas.
1: Oh, my goodness. Yeah. So people can go and take the family – and yeah,
0: uh, we're actually going to have a really big event this upcoming uh, Saturday.
1: Uh-huh.
2: Oh.
0: Um, we're going to have uh, – it's our cherry festival. And at the cherry festival, we're going to have uh, – I think it's going to be 16 varieties of cherries oh to try. Oh, my god. And we're going to have a cherry s- uh, s- seed spitting contest. Uh-huh. I remember the record was someone spit a cherry seed 68 feet. Uh-huh. So – and uh, we're going to have a cherry pie contest. But, I mean, for me, I just love the varieties of stuff. And we have more varieties – and when we sell things, we differentiate them by the variety. One thing that always uh-huh. is starting to How, r- curiosity. Sure. How do you guys come up with the names for the new fruit? Those ones generally, unless I've introduced them, okay. they have a name. Oh, so, like, oh they have you know, a name. Like you know, some somebody's you know made a, a name for that variety. The uh-huh. exceptions would be like if I find something in the jungles, and then I, I you know, and I, I, I could figure out the scientific name, then I might you know make up a name. What, um, what,
2: how do you come up with the name for a new fruit?
0: I what mean the flavor. The, the ones that I have are <laughs> Yeah,
2: so no, I I, I, I have, have one have. called
0: Stephen Select which is um, <laughs> a kind of an elderberry uh-huh. that um, so a lot of times, you know, we have a, the California native elderberry which is um, so so there's rare fruit everywhere. But one thing is in California we have several different kinds of edible fruits and berries that nobody even knows that they're edible. So mm-hmm. you talk to all these rare fruit people and they're all like, "Oh wow, I'm going to get this, you know, awful tasting berry from from Southeast Asia or something." Mm-hmm. But, you know, we have we have all these different things that are actually native here and some of them taste good. Oh wow. So um I've been trying to figure out what is from everywhere. So I would like to eventually develop the world's largest fruit collection. But, but, uh, but as far as names, the, the Stephen Select elderberry, uh, the reason why it's Stephen Select is that I was hiking in the nearby foothills about uh-huh. three miles away from where my home is. Uh-huh. And in a canyon, I noticed that there was an elderberry tree that was blooming in the fall. And normally they only bloom in the spring. Uh-huh. And what it turns out is that my varieties is considered – it's classified as indeterminate. And what that means is it never stops blooming. So my I will have elderberries from March all the way until December. And that's because it's the variety that I discovered while you know hiking.
1: Oh my God so every so if, if you were to come up with with your name, it had there's a story behind
0: yeah every the single name.
1: one of the names.
0: Yeah, but but most of the things are you know somebody else named the variety uh-huh. uh, because most crops are propagated vegetatively. So what that means is they're grafted. So I will buy, like, for example, one thing I'm working with is the Jane Bush Cherry, which Uh is a variety that was bred by the University of uh, Saskatchewan to be a cherry that could grow in colder climates. So um, people right now really want to get pie cherries from us, and our varieties are not productive enough. But I'm looking at these varieties to see if they work out. We're actually working um, directly with several different breeders, uh, namely um, – Glenn Bradford of Mm -hmm. Bradford Genetics. They just changed their name to something else, but they're the ones who created the Sequoia cherries, Uh which we are the only farm that can sell them through farmers' markets. All other farms in the
1: United States. In the United States, yeah. All
0: other farms can only sell them um, to the packing house for them to repackage them and then sell them. Mm -hmm. But for us, we can actually sell them in farmers' markets because of our agreement with the breeder. And then they also allow us to do a lot of their new varieties. We're going to have – we just planted um, 27,000 trees of their varieties in the last year. In at,
2: Bakersfield. In
0: Bakersfield, yeah. Wow. And then the other breeder that we're working with um, n- more uh, recently is um, his David Kane, Dr. David Kane of Grapery. Uh-huh. Um, hmm. He's the one who created the cotton candy grape.
1: Oh, my God, yes. So, the cotton candy. Yeah, whenever we get them in here at Specialty Produce, yeah. we, we go crazy. That's
2: well,
0: crazy. We're, we're actually going to be growing, and we just planted 10 acres of their flavored grape varieties. That the um, w- w- What's happening with, with grapes in the industry is mm-hmm. what people want to do is they're trying to make it so that if the public comes to a store, they think that there's only red grapes, um, black grapes, and mm-hmm. green grapes. And I think that's a travesty. There's thousands of varieties of grapes, and it's a loss to just call them you know three different kinds, when really there's thousands, and each one has its own flavor. So we're having all these different grape varieties that are flavored grape varieties. Many of them are, are mixtures of, of muscat and concord and flavor. Mm-hmm. Or uh, Lambrusca is, is the scientific name for the the the, the Concord group of, of grapes. It's actually a different species of grape, mm-hmm. native to North America. So he mixed these two kinds of grapes. There's there's no GMO in this. This is a natural, mm-hmm. just pollen on pollen. Mm-hmm. And um, he's making seedless, flavored grape varieties, which just taste amazing. So we planted ten acres of those. We'll have a little bit this year, but the year after that, we're just going to have a bunch of these crazy grapes that I, I just think everyone's going to freak out about. And we're
1: going to have the opportunity of having them, yes, them here yeah. at Specialty Produce. Yeah. Now, I know that you guys have played such a very important role in working with us and mm-hmm. growing uh, some of the rare, yeah, uh, right, exactly. So, talk to us about that. You know, because okay. we, we're thankful, you know, to have people like you that are so passionate about what they do in the farming. And so yeah. talk to us about a little sure. bit how you know we we yeah. are able so, to work with you.
0: One thing about all the rare fruits is originally this was my hobby. Mm-hmm. So um I've kind of been building up a really large knowledge base on rare fruits because it's what I really have fun doing. So um and it didn't really have any economic drive so it was kind of just uh, you know, what I do for fun. <laughs> so – but what what's happened is uh, when we first started going to the Santa Monica Farmer's Market, I had people there in the public that started asking me to bring some of these more unusual items uh-huh. to the market. And um, and now that I'm bringing them, I have an a, an economic way for me to pay for my passion. So, you know, if, if because of your guys' help, I'm able to – for example, I just planted I think 40 species of fruits into the ground. So I've got – I'm putting in um, – I put in a, a planting of star fruits, for example. That's one of the more common things that people would know what a star fruit is. Uh, I just <laughs> planted this fruit called chanyar, which is native to the Atacama Desert. It's a, a fruiting plant that uh-huh. was originally collected by a Doctor, uh, not Doctor, um, by Joseph S- Simcox, mm-hmm. who was exploring that region. He sent seeds back to the United States. I've got f- I've got five trees planted, and they're supposed to taste kind of like apricots, but oh it's my. in the pea family. <gasps> Um, and I've got, uh, the, these mango scene relatives that I'm planting that, uh, you know, they're just, exp- I'm just going to see, you know, whatever. <laughs> what <is cool>. happens? <laughs> yeah. But otherwise it would be very hard to argue it from an economic standpoint to put all these energy and resources into something that maybe no one, you know, might, might buy it from me. I, I think that all, all fruits deserve, you know, to exist mm. and, um, it's really good, you know, knowing that you're going to be able to sell them.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. Well, you know, and and a lot of the chefs, you know, I mean, on on our standpoint is, you know, bringing that fruit to the the chefs, you know. So, you know, for us to be able to go up to the Santa Monica Farmer's Market, have you there... And you know, have all access to all this fruit, bring it down, and just show our San Diego community what yeah. is out there. Well, and like, chefs are taking more and more oh, and yeah. more interest well, in all these.
0: Like, like in in the fall, um, I have a lot of fruit that that's exotic that fruits in the fall. It's easier for me to harvest in the fall because mm-hmm. I'm not as busy right now. It's cherry season, mm-hmm. and um, I work every day um, during cherry season. I've been working every day for the last three weeks. Wow! Um, and no Jen, day off. Not What's not, it not this hot? time of year. It, uh, well actually it is today. It's it's 103 in Bakersfield. Oh god. Yeah. Um which is very hot for this this is that's abnormally yeah. hot. It's going to be like June, July and August. Yeah. Oh yeah, it's going to about 108, is, yeah, you know. Sure. Every day. For about a month. Yeah. <laughs> but it's all right. It's you know, you get used to it. we hat. Wow. Uh, but but yeah, the, all this this stuff is just, you know, it's it's really fun for me. And um we have a lot of uh berries that are about to start. The blackberries, a berries, uh berries, uh, boysenberries. And then we also grow one called the Murrayberry. Um, <laughs> the Murray Berry. It's, it's, um, so, in, so my dad's mom's dad, so that would uh-huh. be my great-grandfather, he had a farm in Riverside. And he was interested in unusual crops. He was trying to grow persimmons and citrus. And then he planted these red berries that, um, that, that my family just called them red berries. Mm-hmm. So we still had a couple vines in the backyard of my grandma's house. And then my dad propagated them out, and we put a row in, and we were call- we we're calling those murray berries. And when they're cooked, they taste a lot like rhubarb. So um, I will have those in about three weeks, and I'll have cases and cases of those.
1: Oh, my god! So all our chefs
2: listening, tuning in right now, <laughs> let's take a field trip. Oh, yeah, you they want to go with us. I have room in the back seat. I, <laughs> we should I, totally look like a chef. Yeah. Uh, trip if, to you, murray if you guys ball. want, field I can trip.
0: give you guys a tour. Okay. For forty-eight people at a time would be oh my god the, the amount of people that fits on one hayride.
2: Yeah. <laughs> well, they have all oh, they have these hayrides for all their uh, squashes, right?
0: Well, they're for all the kids. You Can't know, really. a lot of it's because we do a lot of so a big part of why we're doing this is my mom wants to help the children in the community and yeah. make Bakersfield a better place. Oh. Because. Um, we are kind of the theme park of Bakersfield.
1: Yeah. Murray, Murray, Murray. They yeah. all go Family there. Family Everybody have a pumpkin patch. We have our pumpkin oh, God, patch. I'm so jealous. And,
0: um, <laughs> <laughs> we have a anti-annibals ant farm. We have a really big petting zoo. Um, and in our petting zoo, uh the so we have holes on the sides of the fence so if the animals want to re- interact with the kids they can they can but they're they not they forced they're not forced to. so it's not like a, a whole bunch of children go in there and just like you know, you know. <laughs> so so it's 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 really we 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 try to be nice to all the animals we try to all the animals we have are donated to us wow. um and we have you know just a lot of u pick the the u picks really fun uh we're finishing up strawberry season now we're we're starting we're going to have apricots next week peaches oh, oh, uh dark. Uh, nectarines, figs will start in a couple of weeks. We have a lot of figs. Oh my god! I've been researching new varieties are, of figs. How lucky are grow. we to have yeah. this
1: relationship with him? And now, talk to me about farming. How hard is it to be a farmer? Is it? Well,
0: I mean, it's, it's hard. a gamble. It's, it's a gamble. I mean, basically, with with growing cherries, it you never know if you're going to have a good year or a bad year until the day the fruit arrives in the packing house and mm. the fruit arrives in the people's hands because. Mm-hmm. Uh, with cherries, if it rains on cherries, they crack open and then they're completely unsellable. Uh, the last two oh. years, we had crop disasters. <clears throat> and uh, we have individual insurance on each of our cherry blocks so that if that cherry block makes less than what that uh, threshold is, then we're, we're paid for our insurance. Mm-hmm. And that has really just saved us um, big time. But
1: Especially with the whole weather change. Yeah. I mean, you guys, uh, with
0: uh, the, the rain,
1: the dry. A lot uh, of rain, How's yeah. all that?
0: Well, if it rains on cherries, they all crack and are worthless. So that's that's pretty yeah. much how it is. Yeah. But uh, this year yeah. we didn't we didn't get the rain during the cherry um, fruiting season, so we've got just beautiful cherries and really high quality, really early, and they're just really good. I'm I'm very happy with our. You're cherries happy this year. with
1: the crop this year, yeah? Because I think that a lot of the times, well, I know that we don't really understand. We think, oh, it was sunny yesterday. That doesn't <laughs> mean that. It was like that for the you know for the farmer for you know we yeah. just think oh there's really nice weather everything well, should be you know, looking f- good everything for, for us
0: you know weather's a thing of life or death <laughs> so yeah it's if if it's gonna rain the like for example during picking if it's raining nobody picks you know so if we have a bunch of orders for a Wednesday farmers market and it rains on Tuesday then I mm. might not be able to make all my orders. And then I have to apologize to everyone. I mean, I apologize anyway. I apologize all, all the time. <laughs> it's just a part of Sorry, what I Sorry, it didn't rain. Yeah, yeah. No, no, that's a good thing if it didn't rain. That's, that's like, oh, that's great it didn't rain. And then I don't have to apologize and they right. just get my, my beautiful produce. Uh-huh.
2: Um,
0: I was running I was running somewhere with that, but I don't really remember what I was, well, was going to talk about.
2: <laughs> they pick all those cherries by hand or you have a machine that picks Everything
0: them? Everything we do is picked by hand. Really? Yeah. So every single crop we have, we have um, our we have a full-time Picking crew that we've. Uh, s- some of the people we have have worked for us for the most is eighteen years. Oh wow. my! And um, families, families. Yeah. Oh, well, we, we we are Murray Family Farms, and there is a lot of families that work for us. So, we. How s- many
1: people do you guys employ in Bakersfield? How fields? many pickers? I'm so, a whole. Let's say yeah, how many. So
0: I, I've done a major expansion in farmers markets this year, and mm-hmm. I have about twenty five people working for me in farmers markets. Then in the stores, we probably have about 100 people working for us right now. And then um, during cherry harvest, we have contract labor. And we have, I think, about 450 people picking cherries right now. Oh, my God. And so I I have to work with the picking crews. And I do the farmer's market crews. And because I'm in charge of the farmer's markets, I get calls. um, Well, we're doing farmer's markets seven days a week right now. So I get calls at 4 a.m. seven days a week. And then whenever I go to Santa Monica, um, I need to be at the fruit stand at 3 a.m. So I wake up at 2.30 a.m. every Wednesday to get everything ready for Santa Monica and then do the market and then, you know, it's a a two-and-a-half-hour drive and then whatever else I'm going to do. Oh, my God. So I I wake up at – I start work at 3 a.m. Every Wednesday of my life. Wow. <laughs> and now that there's weekend markets, i got to be ready at 4.30 a.m. every Saturday and every Sunday for those. But then with the picking crews, that would be we start picking at 6.30 a.m. because it's cooler in the morning. And then we, we stop picking once it gets about, I think, 95 because we don't want to lower the quality of our fruit. So we, we have very strict um, standards because we want to have the very best quality fruit. And um, as I said, our, our, our standard is grown picked ripe for you. So um, – and whatever people want us to do, we sell to whoever wants to buy our fruit. We – you know, whatever rules or whatever, we'll, we'll do it.
1: Well, you know, I think that all of that mm-hmm. that you do, your employees, your family, your oh, and, parents – and everybody,
0: it, you know, is, is part of the team and it's it's not just, you know, about me. It's, it's I have really good team members that work with me that are very, very helpful and, and uh, we all, you know, care a lot about each other. Uh, we have a really big Christmas party where everybody comes to the Christmas party – um, and, uh, well, all, all the, all, all the people work on the
2: farm. <laughs> I'll pick some cherries. Oh, come on, we'll call yeah. those.
0: It's, it's, in, yeah, it's, it's really, uh, it, you know, the people that work for us can do something that they can feel good about doing.
1: You know, and I think it's paid off because... He brought with him this award that we must Uh, talk about.
0: I'm very, very happy about that award. Oh, (laughs) he's very proud of
1: it. So please tell us about this.
0: Sure, sure. So this is something that I am very happy about. Um, So in Santa Monica, they have a competition for what's called the Most Loved Farmer. And uh, we were able to win last year. And then uh, we had the the competition on on Tuesday night. And we actually won – Again, so this is my second year being voted Santa Monica Farmers Market Most Loved Farmer, and they have four farmers market. I think about 180 farmers
2: uh-huh.
0: or vendors, and um, we were just so pleased that the the public was able to vote for us as the most loved farmer among all of those people.
1: Oh, congratulations! Yes. Well, congr- and and you and you and just to hear you talk about the hours, all the hard work, the dedication, the passion. Here's. Yeah, here it is. Yeah, I'm, I'm very happy <laughs> about that. Yeah.
0: Um, it's all here. It's really cool because, uh, you know, it's, it's like, for example, whenever I try to sell stuff to people, I, I often try to say, you know, thank you so much for supporting my family because this is a family business and my entire family is involved in the business. Mm-hmm. My um, my father works as um managing general the the, the fields. My mother is involved in making everything look beautiful. My sister is in charge of HR. And my brother was in charge of the, the 58 fruit stand, but he actually passed away three mm. weeks ago. Yeah, oh, so sorry, sorry about, about that. that. Yeah. But, you know, it's it's been um, – but I – you know, so my responsibilities kind of went up a, a level since then. And I also have to take over some of his responsibilities, but uh, – he was also very, very helpful on the farm, and, you know, it's my whole family.
1: Yeah. Wow. Well, well I mean, I know here at Specialty Produce, you know, you work directly with Nathan yep. Baco, who is our um, our produce yep. guru.
0: Nathan's great. Uh, you know,
1: he's awesome. <laughs> Legendary. And, yep. um, you know, and, and we very much appreciate what you guys are doing out there. In Thank the, you very much. You know, working so hard and bringing all this fruit, you know, great. And like you said, it's, it's all about the quality. Mm-hmm. It's all about making sure that it's the best. And, you know, because that's what we try to do. We, we like to be here at Specialty Produce, provide nothing but the best. Mm-hmm. And the fact that you guys take such pride in, and you know, what you guys do, well, I think it, it says a yeah, lot. Well, well, so it's thank also, you.
0: Yeah, thank you. Well, it's also about supporting my family because, I mean, this this whole thing is a family enterprise. And uh, for me, it's my responsibility to take care of all the people that are working out for my family. Because, you know, their happiness is dependent on us being successful. So we have to be successful for, for everyone because, you know, it's just – I mean, it's a lot of responsibility.
2: No, yes. <laughs> so if a, if a chef wanted to come down
0: oh, a, a, and any, see
2: you, sure, it's not that uh, far. You just get on the five freeway. Chefs, yeah. you guys just you call a great fine. <laughs> yeah,
0: yeah. yeah, it's um, – as I said, a we do have a website. It's www.murrayfamilyfarms.com. Uh, the big thing pushed on there right now is our cherry festival. We also have a you pick cherry event at the I five location, which is about forty five minutes closer. So if you wanted to go out there and bring out your whole family and just pick cherries for the weekend, we have a lot of cherries. I
2: think we might just go yeah. on I, Saturday a cherry I think you guys festival. Come out, yeah. It sounds awesome. Okay. I, I
0: can you take
1: me? I've been dying to go to Baker's. I, you guys got to and-
0: come out. I'll, I'll even show you guys. Well, depending on how big your group is, but...
1: <laughs> Party at <of> two. <laughs> oh,
0: if it's two people, then that's really easy. But, I mean, if you guys have 48 people, it would be hard to show my greenhouse. No, but,
1: you know, I think moving forward, I think, mm-hmm. you know, I think it'd be great to kind of maybe get a group of chefs that are that just love your... Um, oh, yeah, let, let them know that. Just love <laughs> I'm, what I'm you guys are doing. <laughs> yes. It's a lot of work. <laughs> and then, um, you know, bring them in as a... Bring them as a tour. Why not? Sure. You know, the yeah, chef...
0: Yeah, we, 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 we offer, you know, my um, thing is... All of the people that that are buying large quantities from me, I'll give you guys a free tour. Oh,
2: so okay. um, we're, yeah, we're, we're gonna make that happen.
0: And it it's also, excited. you know, a, a lot of it's about building relationships with people. There's so many people in farmers markets that, I mean, they, they don't, you know, if, if somebody says something and they, you know, it bothers them or something, they'll get angry or something. But for us, we, we sell to everyone, and uh, we we want to be able to, that that everyone that comes to us has an experience with a warm person that is. You know, you know, smiling, and you know, is you know, that that's every single person I have that do farmers markets. I actually have a four-hour training thing where um, we first go through paperwork, and then we do a mock farmers market mm-hmm. thing. So everyone sets up a, a, a stand and tries to sell to the other people their fruit, and then we only employ the very best ones. Awesome. So we we have very high standards on uh, what we believe should be you know provided um, because. You know we have such great produce, and um, I really believe in it. And I take everything very personal, so oh, I love when it. people get really uh, annoyed about stuff, it can really hurt my feelings. <laughs> 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 but I mean, uh, I try not to let it bother me. But well, you know, I tell uh. you what, Stephen, it was great. <laughs> it
1: was a pleasure to sure. have you here with us today. I mean, we it was like a last minute, but when they when Nathan told me uh, Stephen from Murray uh, Fa- Murray Family Farms is here, we couldn't say no to have you on the show and to share. Your story and to tell us, you know how I'd great and what either. you guys are doing. So thank you so much.
0: Yeah, well thank you guys very much for having in, me here
1: and for you know for being here with us today. Yeah. And it's all about the experience. Well, and I, I can't and any wait. Chefs want, yeah, really
0: well, do want to go. Well, well, right now we have these GG one cherries that are going to start next week, and they're these massive cherries that um, I don't know if you guys can see how big that is. GG one. They're, they're about the size of a small plum. They're high acid. They can be used in both cooking and in fresh. We sell all of our cherry varieties by the variety. So when you can get fruit from us, it's not that oh we have cherries or oh we have red grapes. Right. It's we have we have diamond muscats. We have you know flames. We have um, you know brooks cherries, sequoia cherries. Uh, Maribel
2: cherries Oh you haven't named one <laughs> oh, after her yet cherry well, <laughs> we,
0: we actually just planted the Maribel plum So there is okay. actually a variety named did that Did
2: everybody hear that? Yeah. Okay that's it I've We just got gotta...
0: put in five trees
2: Really?
0: Yeah we oh, just grabbed them Oh it's going to be the them. best
2: one of them all Yeah
0: those are real sweet Smaller variety
1: Sweet and small I'm yeah, 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 yeah. a sassy yeah. Okay No sassy. that's it we're coming yeah. We are coming Sure Hey um Stephen,
2: we will be there cool. We
1: are going to be there Thank you Thank you so much for everyone that was listening to us at our SP Diva Lounge uh, podcast. Thank you so much for tuning in. Those of you watching us on Facebook, thank you. thank you. you. Yeah. Thank thank you. you. Gracias. Yeah, gracias. Shout out to
0: Bakersfield. Obrigado, Portuguese.
1: Shout out to Bakersfield. And, you know, the Murray Nosizuku. Family Farms <laughs> is open to the public. Mil so if you guys want to go.
0: Oh, there you
1: there, go. go.
0: Shukran. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Thank
2: you. Thank you for being here. Thank you, thank
0: you. All right. Thank you. That was, that was awesome. Awesome. I gotta
2: get to that cherry Festival.
0: <laughs> I think we should go. I think we should go
2: to the Oh wait, I I yeah, I gotta have <laughs>